Welcome back to In Total Alignment with me, your host, Michelle File. Not too many years ago, I was far from feeling aligned in my life. I was stressed out, 80 pounds overweight, insecure, and happy, but really unhappy if that makes sense. Life was happening to me instead of me creating the life I desired. In one small twist of fate, almost eight years ago, after a 20-year career as a top 100 Aveda salon and spa owner, I completely changed the trajectory of my life. On my way to rising to the top of my network marketing company, I completely changed my mindset, spirituality, health, and finances. And this is where I get to share it all with you. I hope to bring you guests, experiences, insights, and conversations that will help you elevate your life too. Creating a holistic approach to success is my goal. Are you ready? Let's go. Well, hello, you guys. Happy Wednesday. I hope you're all doing awesome. I'm actually recording this on Monday, so a couple days ahead of you hearing this. And I think everyone in my province is having like a mega snowstorm, except me. We have no snow, no snow in the air. My kiddo went to school today, which hallelujah. But I know there were some, (laughs) this was supposed to be our first day back to school in Ontario or parts of Ontario. And I know some people had a snow day. Isn't this just like this life is getting crazier and crazier. I just think it's so funny. Anyways, it's me today, solo episode. I am super excited to talk about this with you guys because it's actually my last day wearing my continuous glucose monitor. So if you watch me on social media, which if you don't, you should go at Michelle File and really tap into my stories. That's where I'm like on there all the time sharing all the things. So I've been talking to you guys about how I've been wearing this glucose monitor. So it's something that it's continuously checking my blood sugar levels. And it has been such a cool experience to wear this. Now I have a lot of people asking me like, like why? Why are you wearing this? Does everyone need to wear this? And no, the truth is everyone doesn't need to wear this if you're trying to lose weight or you're just trying to be healthier. There's lots of things that you can do um, not wearing this. And I'm going to get to those tips later on in the episode. But I did kind of want to share with you why I wanted to do it. So first of all, curiosity. Like I am so curious about our bodies and about how things are working and about nutrition and hormones and like what can I do to myself right now to just make sure I am increasing my chances of being here as long as physically possible being super healthy and fit and energetic like I just really want to feel good right I want to wake up every day feeling really really good and wearing this I knew would give me clues as to what wasn't working as well in my body I have PCOS, so polycystic ovarian syndrome. I have had that since my late teens. And the truth and sad part of that story is I literally have just been told my whole life, you're heavy or when I haven't been heavy, 
you're just always going to have a hard time losing weight. It's just the way it is. But never given any resolutions, like never being told, well, actually what's happening is you're insulin resistant, your ovaries are resistant. And if you could get your blood sugar under control, if you could get into your body and tune in and figure out what was actually causing this, you could help yourself. You know, from 17 years old, I think that's how old I was when I was um, diagnosed with PCOS. And PCOS, guys, is the leading cause of infertility in our countries. It's devastating. It's it's awful. It's oh, it's such a hard thing to have because on the outside, most often you're looking like nothing's really wrong, but everything beyond you're usually heavy most people with PCOS are heavy um, or they're struggling with it you might have some facial hair um, because your hormones are out of whack and I guess my point of this whole thing is no one ever talks about the hormones no one ever told me here's why this is happening here's why this is happening no one told me so I've just sort of decided well I need to figure it out on my own. So that was something that made me really curious my whole life. It's probably why I'm here, right? It's why I'm a health and wellness person. It's why I help women with this stuff. It's why I was so attracted to Beachbody because I just could not do one more quick fix. I just couldn't. I needed to find something sustainable and I was tired of being so sad. I was tired of being so heavy. Um, So that's why I got really curious about this stuff is it gives me another tool in a way I can help other women. So Losing weight is not easy for me, even if I put on five pounds, like go for a holiday and get off my game a little bit, I do come home 10 pounds heavier. I do. That's just my life. It's always been the way it is. So I've kind of just been like, all right, that's what it is. I'll just go with it. That's the way it is. But truthfully, it's it pisses me off. It's still really irritating. It's still frustrating that my little cousin can go away and eat like me and nothing really happens. So I wanted to kind of get to the bottom of it. Like, okay, well, what is it specifically that I'm eating that is spiking my blood sugar? Um, you know, is my body efficient at at switching and flipping from being a sugar burner to a fat burner? I was really curious. What did that Saturday night of like binging, you know, and my binging would be, like I'm not even, I shouldn't say the word binging, but my um, let loose Saturday night would be probably Terry and I would have a bottle, maybe two bottles of wine and I would have some chips and like, I just wouldn't eat well, right? I'd have fun. I'd be having fun. Like, what did that do? How did that really affect me? I was just really, really curious. And at the end of the day, this is my, my job. Half of my job is helping women with their health and wellness. And the truth of the matter is 88% of Americans are not efficiently efficiently, (laughs) efficiently metabolizing their foods properly. And our metabolize, our metabolism, like what it's doing is it's giving us energy, right? We, we need to have this working. It, our metabolism converts food to energy. And the reason we need that to be working really well is because there's trillions of cells inside our body that need energy. 
they need efficient energy. And unfortunately, what's happening in our modern life, um, we're not our modern life is just not enabling us. We're, we're eating foods laden with chemicals. We are under chronic stress. Sedentary behavior is just normal. And at the end of the day, the average American, and I am not misreading this, the average American is eating 150 pounds of sugar a year. Our bodies can not efficiently produce energy from the foods that we're eating. That's the way it is. And I mean, this sugar is everywhere. This sugar is hidden in so many different places. So really, I wanted to do it for myself out of curiosity, but I also wanted to be able to have this information so I could bring it to my clients. I want it inside my accountability groups that I'm talking to these guys about the fact that nine out of 10 leading causes of death have to do with blood sugar, or it's a that's part of the death, something to do with blood sugar. Meta, meta, <laughs> metabolic health, I'm gonna mess up that word so many times. Metabolic health, literally means you are supporting your body efficiently. Your cells are thriving. You're feeling amazing. You're energetic. You wake up feeling awesome. Like that's what we want, right? And I and I knew that food has so much to do with it. Like the choices I'm making every single day are really linked to how I am going to live my life long term. So there's just so many links. It's the root cause, the the choices in our day-to-day activities, choices in our day-to-day foods are the root cause of how or the root of how we are going to feel long-term. A healthy metabolism doesn't just happen because you go to the gym and you work out every day. It's those ongoing choices that we're making throughout the day. So that's really why I wanted to do it. I was just like super curious. So here are some of the things that I learned about myself. Now, everybody's going to be different, right? Like my mom wore this glucose monitor. I've worn it. We have similar findings. We have different findings. But here are the things that really, really stuck out for me. Okay. So food combining for me is really, really key. If I eat carbs alone, even super healthy carbohydrates like sweet potatoes, brown rice, um, quinoa, anything like that, like those complex carbs, if I eat them by themselves, I spike and stay spiked. My blood sugar spikes and stays spiked. However, if I eat a really balanced meal with some protein, tons of healthy veggies, um, and a carbohydrate, so some sweet potato or a piece of fruit, whatever, a little bit of that, they seem to stay stabilized. So that was a really good piece of information for me, right? Uh, and, And I think this is, if you were wearing one, you would find the same thing in some degree or not. So if I'm going to sit down and just have something to eat, I am actually going to choose protein or healthy fat before I would choose a carb because my body likes that better. 
So I learned that as well. I toyed around with these single meals. Like if I was just going to sit down for one thing, what's the best thing for me to have? So for me, absolutely 100%, it is a healthy fat. If I have healthy fats, my so an avocado, um, almond butter, uh, coconut milk in my coffee, my blood sugar does not raise at all, like at all. In some instances, it actually lowered a tiny bit, which was kind of crazy. Now, if I had protein on its own, it spiked a tiny bit, but not too much. If I had veggies on its own, spiked a tiny bit, not too much. But once I did carbohydrates, and I'm meaning fruit, I'm meaning sweet potato, I'm meaning a bowl of chips, I'm meaning anything with that sugar in it, I spiked. And I spiked a lot if I ate them alone. Okay, so that was really key for me to figure out. The next thing was, as long as I was eating that stuff, healthy options together, my blood sugar would spike. Of course, it's going to spike and that's not a problem. The key is that it's coming back down relatively quickly. So ideally what you want in your body is that your body is efficient, efficiently working through the glucose and then going right back into fat burning mode. So it's a, it's a fairly quick transition. It's going to spike up a little bit and then it's going to come right back down and, and mellow out. And when I say spike up a little bit, I mean like 10, 20 points, and then it's going to come back down. When I was just having, say, a bowl of oatmeal, which I'll never eat again, by the way, I will never eat again, even though I love oatmeal. Oatmeal sent me soaring so out of control on the blood glucose monitor, and it did not come down for a whole day when I had oatmeal. It was astonishing, actually. So I really was able to figure out some different foods. Now, I will say I'm a tracker. I track my foods, and I can actually tell when I'm tracking when foods like this are sending me into kind of like a sugar sugar rush and i will tell i will share some of those things later on in the episode because you may not want to get a blood glucose monitor but i am such a huge advocate of tracking because as soon as you start tracking how you're feeling before you eat how you're feeling during you you're eating how you feel after those are sure tell signs that you may be efficiently burning through glucose or not. So I'll get to that at the end. Another thing I learned is, um, okay, I got to get to my notes here. I don't want to miss anything. So another thing I learned is when I have a day of indulgences, my blood sugar will stay high for about four to six days. And that was a bummer. So interestingly enough, I went away with my girlfriends for a weekend. Well, actually one night. So it was basically one day, one night, the next sort of half day of like treats and indulgences. And it was so much fun. And I do not regret one second of it or one morsel of food or glass of wine. So this isn't about regrets. This is about information. Um, I was actually really stunned during the day and during the night, I was checking my glucose to see what was going on and it actually wasn't spiking crazy. I was sort of thinking it would spike like totally out of control and it didn't, but it was definitely higher, about 10 to 15 points higher than I would traditionally like it to be. So, and I was okay with that. 
So the next day came and it was still high. And then, and here I've now like got back to my normal routine. There isn't wine, there's not licorice, there's not treats. Like my normal food choices that I make that I know make me feel awesome, nourishing my body, whole foods. So it's back to normal. The crazy thing was that it stayed high even though I had got back to normal for four to five days. Okay, so I stayed in that sugar burning mode for four to five days. So this was so interesting to me because I have spent years of my life, now not the past two or three years at all, but prior to that, I have spent years of my life binging on Saturday nights, being so restrictive, so measuring every single food gram, worrying about all those nitty bitty things all week long, and then Saturday night, it's like treat night, cheat day, treat, whatever, and I would go literally balls to the wall Saturday night. This was a cycle that I carried on years and years and years, like and adding in really aggressive workouts on top of that during the week. And then Saturday, just like going, like eating all the things. And then Sunday I wouldn't work out because Saturday I would feel like crap. So it was a cycle that I continued. And funny enough, I never lost any weight on that cycle. I really truthfully didn't. It wasn't until I do like a 30 day crash sort of diet that I wouldn't let myself have anything for 30 days. Those were the periods that I would lose weight. But while I was doing that cycle of restrict, 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 binge, restrict, 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 binge, nothing really happened. It was like up to, down to, up to, down to. Well, now I know why. Because Because of what I was doing on the Saturday night, I was literally spiking my blood sugar so high that it took four to five days to come back down. So you can't, you're not ever going to lose weight if you're in sugar burning mode. You have to be in fat burning mode. And that's what it means to be metabolically flexible, that you're going in and out of sugar burning, fat burning really easy. So that's something that was really an eye-opener for me and an eye-opener for my clients because I'm able to go in and say, listen, if you're going to do that on the weekends, nothing good is going to come. Like you're literally reversing everything good you did during the week. So why not have, like there's nothing wrong with having a cookie or having a piece of birthday cake or having a glass of wine. There's nothing wrong with that. But intersperse it. Make sure you're having it with a meal. Have it earlier in the day. You know, I found those things out. I found if I was going to have like a piece of chocolate or something that was heavier in carbohydrates or something that was processed and I knew it, I will have it earlier in the day now because something really cool that I figured out with myself, and I, I hear this from tons of doctors, is That neat exercise, like that exercise that you're getting all throughout the day brings your blood sugar down so much faster. It exercise literally clears your glucose out. So what I started doing, and I still do this, and this is not hard, anyone can do it, right after I eat a meal, no matter what it is, I literally just walk my house for like three to five minutes. That activity made such a difference in my blood glucose coming down, no matter what I had. So if you're going to have an ice cream cone, have it while you're walking, (laughs) like legitimately, or make sure you're going for a walk after, you know, even just a few minutes of activity is going to help you in so many ways. 
All right. Um, sleep and stress made such a huge difference in my levels. So day to day, you know, there was a few days and I was tracking in my tracker along with this and I, and I track my sleep. Like my sleep was so good last night. I didn't even wake up to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night. Like I felt so refreshed, um, when I woke up this morning. So I track that in my tracker to make sure I know, because what I found on my levels was the the days that my sleep was not great, my blood sugar stayed higher. So that's really important. Sleep is so incredibly important to our overall health. I think my mission is for all of this stuff is just for people to start realizing, and this is why I named all of my courses and services, like a holistic approach to living. Because if you're not sleeping well and you're stressed right out, but you've lost 10 pounds, why does that, why is that good? Like, why is that good? It's not. If you have no money, but you're, you're skinny, why is that good? Like, I want people to have a holistic life. I want them to be successful in all areas. And this was really cool for me to see. Because if you're not getting adequate sleep, if your body is under extreme stress, you are not going to lose weight because you're staying, those levels stayed high. So I had a couple periods where I was really stressed. Like there was a lot of stress going on. My levels stayed higher. I also noticed, and I toyed around with this because I actually exercise with my cycle. So I know when I need to lay off high intensity exercise. I know when I need to lay off cardio. I know when I can do heavy lifting in my cycle, when it's okay, when it's, when it's suggested for the sort of hormonal stuff that's going on within my body. So I played around with that a little bit and I sort of deviated from my plan. And I did a couple days of more high intensity workouts when I really probably shouldn't have been doing them. And I noticed the sugar stayed higher. All of this stuff, so that exercise, why that's the problem is it's rising your cortisol. So you guys, if you are still like killing it in the gym, like doing like hour long runs and just like pushing, 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 you know, setting your alarm for four and feeling like a hero because you're getting up so dang early and crushing this hour long workout and like never missing it. That actually isn't doing you any favors. Like it's honestly not doing any favors. The sleep most of the time is going to be way more beneficial. And what I noticed while I was doing this is the days that I was so stressed in one way, shape or form and hadn't got great sleep, my blood sugar stayed higher those days. Okay, Um, what else? Oh, this was a funny one for everyone that uses Energize. This is really interesting. So when I drank my Energize and combined it with exercise, it did not break my fast at all. So one packet of Energize with exercise. So literally I was exercising with it. My fast was not broken. So there's actually like a measure of points. So you can literally see what any food does to your fasting state. So Energize with exercise did not break it. Energize on its own broke it big time. 
this is my body. I don't know. That was just something really interesting I noticed. My blood sugar levels were always better on my fasting days. So again, I fast with my cycle. So there are periods of time in my cycle that I am literally only resting from food for 12 hours. So I'm not going into that 15, 16, 17, 18, whatever hours of fasting. So, and that is important. There's seven days in my cycle that I need to do that for my hormones. I need to do it for my progesterone. I need to do it for my stress level. It's super important to follow that. But I did notice that those days, my blood sugar was elevated a little bit, like not out of control, but it was elevated. But it kind of makes sense because you're also eating more foods that are a little bit heavier, more carbs. Those are just like really fueling your body. But I look fueling your body and your hormones at that time of the month. But I'm looking at the whole month, right? Maybe that happened for seven or six or seven days. But the next phase I was in, I was able to fast for longer. I was able to lean into a more ketogenic, but that I don't mean dirty keto. I mean ketogenic in the way that it's healthy fats, tons of vegetables, lean protein. I was able to sort of state restabilize it. So it, it was just really, really cool. So intermittent fasting is one of those things that is, is so important for your blood sugar because what's happening in our society right now is people are always eating. We're just always eating. I mean, if you're have done any dieting, you've probably been told to eat six meals a day. And that actually is not awesome for our blood sugar because what we're doing is we're constantly spiking it. Our body has never time to dig into that fat store. It's never getting a moment to dig into the stored fat. And that's what's really cool about intermittent fasting. So if at the very least you're doing 12 hours, so you're doing like dinner and done and then not having anything for a 12 12 hour period, then you're at least digging into those fat stores. What I truthfully like to do is definitely 12, 13, 14 hours overnight. So my dinner and done and then I don't start again until 12, 13, 14 hours. And then in between my meals. I like to have five, six hours between my meals. That is no problem for me. And that is a sign that I am metabolically fit, that I can go those periods of time. So here are some signs. And I want to share this with you because I I know I don't think you need to go get a monitor. If you're really curious, why not? I mean, they're a little pricey, but I would say it's worth it. But there are so many things that you can do. Because as I said, the tracking that I've done had really already told me all of this. Um, Healthy fats are so key for me. Those are my weight loss accelerating foods. Healthy fats, healthy fats, healthy fats. Lean protein's awesome for me. A diet that is full of fiber is key. And the other thing for me is early dinners are best and dinner and done. Like it's just no nighttime eating for me anymore, which honestly might sound like, oh my God, I could never do that. I didn't think I could do it either. I truthfully did not think I could do it, but it's something that I just made a commitment to because I knew it was better for my health. And now I wouldn't even think of eating at night. Like I would not, unless it's a special night. Like I'm not saying that I 
I'm not going to go up to my cousin's cottage in a couple weeks and I'm not going to be eating chips at nine o'clock. Like I will be, but on a day to day, day to day basis, I don't need that bowl of yogurt that I was having at 830 at night every single night. I do not need it. I don't need it. And probably you don't either. So those things I've just learned through tracking. So here's our, here are some signs that maybe you are not metabolizing glucose very well. So meaning you're not, meta- you're not flexible. You're not switching from that sugar to fat burner very well. Number one, you're craving food all the time. Like you are feeling like you need to be eating every couple hours. That your body doesn't need food every couple hours. My favorite quote, which I've said before by Jason Fung is, most Americans could walk from New York to Florida on their stored body fat. They would not need to stop for any food along the way because we have enough stored body fat. You want to tap into the stored body fat, you guys. That's how we're losing weight. That's where weight is coming off, the stored body fat. So if you're having cravings all the time, if you're hangry, like you're getting like anxious and irritable because there's not food around. Again, it's a sign. It's a bit of a sign that you're not metabolizing this correctly. Again, you should be able to go the three to five hours without food. Our bodies are are meant to do that. They truthfully are. You have a post-meal crash. So when I'm done eating, I feel energized. Like I don't feel like going and laying down on the couch. I feel energized. I'm like ready to keep going. Like it was like a fuel for my body. So think about that. How are you feeling after you eat? Are you sluggish? Like if you are and tired and feeling like you need a nap, you probably have some stuff going on there that you need to look at the foods that you're eating. You're having, I mean, the simplest, you're having trouble losing weight. Like, and that's been me so many times. Feel like I'm doing everything right, but not losing anything. Well, at the end of the day, I wasn't doing everything right. I really wasn't. You know, there are healthier choices for each of our body. There are choices for each of us. And that's why I cannot stand diet plans. I can't stand it. Because if you're being handed a diet plan that says you should 20 women should be eating this, this, this every single day, this amount of this and this macros of this. and that. I'm sorry, but all of our bodies are very, very different. You've got to dig into your own body to figure it out. My clients, we track. We, we track using the scale. We track using our tracking what we're doing and feeling. And it works seamlessly. I mean, it works so fantastic to figure out what works exactly for your body. And sometimes you have to just get honest with yourself. Like, truthfully, when I think about it now, like, why did I think I could just go all out on Saturday night and stay? Like, it doesn't even make sense to me anymore. At the time it did, and it frustrated me so much. But it's like I wasn't willing to actually get honest with myself. Like, if you're not losing weight, what are you eating, truthfully? What's going on? Because most of the time there's something behind it. There's something in there that truthfully you can say to yourself, yeah, like that ice cream cone that I have every single, every other night, even though I think, well, how could that be such a bad deal? Well, maybe it is for you in your body. And those are sometimes the hard choices we have to make. I know I've had to make them. Um, So another one, men, this is specifically for men. So erectile dysfunction like that is a sure sign of high insulin 
Another one is if you're depressed and anxious all the time. That's another sure sign. It really truthfully is. So if those things are happening, you might want to think about really just tuning in a little bit more to what you're eating and tracking and really digging in to what's going on with your body. Because, you know, we all just deserve to feel really great. But at the end of the day, some of these diseases and these deaths that are happening, um, they're causing PCOS. They're causing heart disease. They're causing Alzheimer's. The choices, the, the carbs, these simple carbs laden with sugar that we're eating, they are really, really causing a lot of problems in our world. The fact that you can't lose weight, like a lot of it is our hormone, which is insulin and, and all the other ones linked to it are, oh gosh, our progesterone, our estrogen, our oxytocin like all of that stuff is all linked and all the reason why we're not getting to our goals or not being able to create this sustainable lifestyle so at the end of the day this was like so interesting it really was interesting for me to check this and check after I ate something and and check after Christmas so Christmas I didn't over Christmas I didn't wear one and then I put one on right after And what happened, I noticed the same thing as after I was away with my girlfriends. It took me like six or seven days after having treats over Christmas for that blood sugar to come down. So really interesting, right? Do I regret anything I had over Christmas? No, not at all. But it sure makes me realize that I uh, 90% of the time I want to be making really, really good choices. So anyways, you guys, this is, this stuff really lights me up. Like I share this, like, obviously I hope you know, I'm not a doctor, nutritionist, nothing. I have nothing. I have no credentials. (laughs) All I have is a keen curiosity about this stuff. Like I just love filling myself up with this information. I feel personally, if you are not learning, you are not growing. And if I'm not growing, I am not happy. Truthfully, I want to learn more and more. And to me in the business I'm in, how I help women with their health and wellness, with the tools that I have from Beachbody, but I also bring them all of this. When you get inside my groups, I am sharing all of this information all the time because I want it to be easier for you. Gosh, if you have PCOS, I want it to be easier for you than it was for me. So I love bringing this information into my groups. I'm always enrolling customers into my group. Always, always, always. There's not, I often have like a fun day where a lot of us are starting a program together. But the truth is I'm just constantly Oh, I'm constantly wanting to help you guys. I'm constantly wanting you, wanting to like put my arms around you, get you into my community so I can help you with this stuff so you can find sustainability, that you can find joy, that you can find out what's working for you. You cannot be frustrated and stressed and feeling so irritable that you can't figure yourself out. So I hope this was helpful. I hopefully it was interesting. Reach out to me if you have more questions. Reach out to me if you want to know what glucose monitor I was wearing. Uh, My mom and I are actually going to dive into a different one, a different source. Um, And I can't wait to share that with you guys as well. So I hope you guys have an awesome week. You need to subscribe to this podcast right now because next week you're going to be mind blowing, mind blown, 
my guest, you guys, I cannot, I'm not going to tell you. I'm so nervous. I'm interviewing her this Wednesday, so I will make sure it's up the following Wednesday. I can't believe she agreed to be on my show. I'm so excited. It's going to be so amazing. So you need to subscribe so you don't miss it. Anyways, have a great, great week, you guys. Love you, and we'll talk next week.